If you're a visionary and ambitious entrepreneur ready to untangle yourself from the hustle culture, get into flow state, and have some fun in the process, you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm your host, Ankita Tarol, a Forbes and Entrepreneur Featured Coach and Entrepreneur. I'm bringing the strategy and the woo to help you lead from the heart. Hello, you guys. So <laughs> recording this week's podcast was literally the biggest uphill challenge for me. I was visiting my husband's family for the week and we were supposed to be back sooner, but he got sick and then just one thing after the other. And honestly, it's a freaking miracle that this week's podcast is even coming out, but I was so committed to not freaking my streak because this is episode 52. 52 episodes. Can you believe it? That means that I have been podcasting for 52 continuous weeks, which is an entire year. So it's not officially the first anniversary of the Hard Light Entrepreneur, but 52 continuous weeks. I am so proud of myself. And I have to say that the saying of, as you continue doing something, it continues getting easier, could not ring more true. When I first started this podcast, I had a load of ideas and I would script everything because I wanted you to have the best listening experience. And as time went on and I am a good student and I listen to a lot of podcasts to try to see what I like and what I don't like, the obviously scripted podcasts are a different listening experience. Not to say they're not valuable, but they're the sort of thing that I would prefer to have listened to in a workshop. And so... I will, of course, still do listicle episodes once in a while, but I've realized that when I can show up here as my authentic self, my downloads, the reviews, the feedback is incredible. And so I'm going to use this as an opportunity to plug that if you haven't left a review, please take 30 seconds to leave a review on iTunes and or Spotify it truly makes such a big difference and it means the world to me to let, to hear from you that this content is useful. And as I think about the number of downloads, I cannot believe that my episodes have been listened to thousands of times. It is such an intimate learning experience and listening experience is really what I meant to say. It's such an intimate listening experience to know that you have my podcast in your ears as you're potentially going for a walk, walking your dog, or just driving somewhere. I sometimes listen to podcasts while I'm taking a shower. So thank you for being on this journey with me. And thank you for for tuning in every week and for for listening. And I hope that these episodes have been really valuable for you. If you ever want a specific topic covered, please let me know. I've been playing with my growth edge, as you've probably noticed by having more solo episodes, but I do plan to bring a few incredible guests on in the coming weeks. And I'm so excited for you to hear from them and for us to learn from them about what heart-led entrepreneurship is and how we can merge profits and purpose and really just shine in who we are in what we're building and what we're doing. So, I wanted to share a few learnings that I've had from podcasting for a whole year. And I think when I first wanted to start a podcast, I truly just wanted to start it because I love listening to podcasts. 
And because I was just really excited to be on a microphone and to be able to record this content every week. But a few things that I've learned that if you are looking to start a podcast, I hope would be helpful for you. The first is to really use your podcast as the basic core content creation strategy, which means that if a podcast is just a podcast, it is not really getting to everyone it could potentially get to. And so it is really, really helpful to use the podcast and then to get the transcript from the podcast and turn that into emails, to turn it into social content, to turn that into workshop topics, to really leverage it and to also remember what podcast you did one because you can refer people back to it. The more you do the podcasting, the more you podcast, the better you're going to get at it. And so the better your content is going to get, the more data you're going to have about what resonates with your audience. And the more people will keep coming back and listening to you and to your podcast. So that would be sort of the, the biggest thing that I would say is to use it as content. The second is to really use that content and link it to your offers. And I think this is really important because it's really easy to have guests on a podcast like super, super easy for for us to talk to other people because we build off of each other's energy. We help each other answer questions and to keep the conversation going. And recording a solo episode like I'm doing right now with absolutely no notes in front of me, I just know the topic that I'm recording, is really hard sometimes. And the more that I do it, the more that I realize that it is clarifying my own offers, my own expertise, my own thought leadership, which then actually leads to more clients for me. Because if I am a service provider, which I am, and if you are a service provider too, even if you have a product, to be honest, you really want people to be buying from you and to know that you are the expert. And so when we have a guest, they are the expert and they are in the spotlight. And yes, it can be a conversation back and forth and you can share your ideas but notice when you listen to other episodes of people having guests, if you get annoyed, if you know the person is constantly giving their opinion because you're there to listen to the guest. And so it's really a balance. Like, of course, you want to have guests because you're not the expert in absolutely everything. But you want it to be very strategic and deliberate so that it does link back to your offers And so that people know that when they listen to your podcast, they know exactly what you do, the more they listen to it. And that you can then nurture them and bring them into your audience and have them get to know you more. So the two things that I already mentioned were using it as your core content strategy and making sure you leverage it for other pieces of content and to link it to your offers. So like linking it to your offers also means potentially, you know, like pitching whatever you're working on, your your like product suite, even potentially doing a pre-roll or a mid-roll, which is like the little ads that you hear, which are your own offers. And like it being it being your voice and like you talking about why you're excited about what you're doing. But the other thing that I've learned is that sponsorship is absolutely something that's available to every podcaster and you don't need hundreds and millions of downloads even with a tiny niche audience if it links to a potential sponsor's product or service 
they are going to buy from you. And I promise this because I am not that far into podcasting. I've had several sponsorship conversations and you're going to hear next week, but we officially have a sponsor. You're going to hear next week who it is. And I'm super excited because I truly think they're incredible. And I think it's a service that absolutely every founder needs. And so I, I do not lie about my numbers, you know, like I'm very honest about the fact that I have about between the two, between my two email lists, I have like a little under 2000 people on my email list and, and how, like how many other people I have listening to this podcast, which I'm going to be super transparent. Like it really depends on the episode and on the week and the season, but like maybe a hundred people listen to each episode, which isn't that many if you think of it. But here is the thing is the people listening to it, if they are my potential sponsors, ideal audience, the ideal sponsor is not going to care. They would rather have very targeted niche leads than have like hundreds and thousands of people that listen to the podcast, but you have no idea who they are. And also they'd have to pay more. So so really sponsorship is something that's available to everyone. And if done strategically can help you cover the cost of your podcast. So it's not necessarily that, you know, you're going to be making a ton of money on your podcast and the podcast is going to be like another source of revenue, but it is something that you can leverage to get your podcast in front of more people. So that's what I'm going to say about, about sponsorships. And I'm going to share so much more information. And if I, I didn't mention this at the beginning of the episode, but I, I have had a lot of people reach out to me to ask if I would launch that group again. And I called it launch that podcast in the fall, but this time I'm calling it turn your podcast into a money-making machine. And the reason I'm doing this is because whether or not you're an existing podcaster, there are a few things like what I'm talking about that if you do it together in a group with me potentially, you can really advance on A, launching a podcast really quickly, but second, on it making money for your business. And again, that doesn't mean on sponsorship dollars because a sponsorship takes takes a while for your podcast to be there where they're paying you enough where your podcast is a business entity in and of itself. But, you know, my my podcast, like if I can get my podcast cost covered, that is freaking incredible. And I'm really proud of the fact that I've, I've even got there within one year of podcasting. And I I can promise it's available to you. Okay, so the next thing that I want to say is that it's really helpful to keep growing the audience that's listening to your podcast. And so not just through content and like building your list, but like potentially running ads. Like I have run ads on Overcast. I run ads on a few other different platforms, like niche podcasting platforms, like Podcast Addict. But I'm also going to try experimenting with running ads on Meta. And these are very, very low cost ads, but the, but what it does is it gets your topic in, in front of other people that are looking for it. And so, you know, if they click through and listen to your podcast, they are very directly interested in your particular topic, in that particular episode. And then it's up to you to keep them hooked and keep them coming back. And over time, subscriptions do fall. People do unsubscribe from stuff, but that is okay. You know, you don't necessarily want subscriptions for the sake of it. You want engaged listeners. And I really 
love experimenting with what works and what doesn't. And like you look at the data, you look at the data that you have on listenership and how that changes over time as objectively as you potentially can. And it doesn't mean anything about you. So like when I look at podcast numbers and I've had weeks where my episodes were like a third of what they should be, I do not let that mean anything about me. It could be the time of the week. It could be that everyone's in break. It could be that the episode is just taking a little bit of time to catch up to momentum. It could be any number of things. And so first of all, it's really important to wait the entire 90 days before analyzing the data on like what episodes did well and what didn't. And then second, ask yourself, is there any way that you can actually start promoting your episodes to get more people back, to get people hooked again? And like the podcast in and of itself is a marketing tool and is something that's going to get you clients, but the podcast itself needs to be marketed too. And that's really important. I'm going to say that again. The podcast will is going to serve as a marketing tool and will get you clients, but the podcast needs to be marketed too. And like I said, it's such an intimate way of connecting with someone and it's an honor, like the num- whatever number of people listen to it, that they're coming back week after week. And like, you know, we just get to be grateful that they come back and they listen. So I would say that like, these are some of like the biggest lessons that I've had while, while I've been podcasting. And like, of course, it's opened up incredible guests that I never would have met or asked for a coffee chat. And I get to have a conversation with them and get to use it as a podcast episode. Like, going all the way back. I've had Elise Dharma. I've had Brad Yates. I've had Sheena Malwani. And I'm so grateful that I was bold enough to reach out to these people even before my podcast was anything. So like before my podcast was out there, before my podcast even existed, I reached out to these people and told them my vision and asked them if they'd come on and they'd all said yes. And in terms of like banking episodes, I, I do that sometimes where I like pre-record a bunch because I have a lot of really great ideas because a guest was available. But in general, I like to keep it current. And like anything that you're hearing from me is currently how I feel and my current kind of thoughts. And if you're listening to this episode several months from now or a year from now, and I hope it's still relevant for you in, in that you found it in the perfect moment. But for the people that listen every week, you're getting the now of like what I'm thinking and who I am. And it's a, it's a snippet in, in, in time for me and a capsule in time. So if you're interested in podcasting and launching your own podcast or in taking an existing podcast that feels like a rot and really get out of that feeling of obligation, I would love to talk. I would love to have you in my group. And it's going to be a small group. I'm super, super hands-on involved. And I will do everything to like have this group, have so much fun in the fall. Like that group was incredible. We we had such an incredible time together. And the feedback from it was so good because a lot of the participants said that like I was able to share a lot of things that really simplified podcasting for them that took it off the pedestal even sharing how podcasts rank, what you should do, how you can get your podcast in front of a lot of people, what are some market building strategies, et cetera. And this is something that I work with on with my one-on-one clients. Like a lot of them have been asking for podcasting as a potential add-on into the work that we do together. And so join this group. It's seriously a no-brainer. It's such a small investment. I'm going to drop the link in the show notes. 
and reach out to me with any questions on Instagram. And I'm rooting for you. Podcasting is such an incredible way of thought leadership. And so whether you podcast or you do something else, continue building your thought leadership. It's the best thing you can do as you grow, as you grow a business, as you become known for your expertise. I'm rooting for you. Thank you again so much for being on this journey with me, for listening, for all the love, for all the feedback, for all the ratings and reviews. It truly means the world to me. I'll catch you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this episode with your friends. Until we meet again, dear entrepreneur, I hope you remember to lead from your heart.